0: Selling smoothies is what I do, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. He's a small business owner, too, so he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your Modern Mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping teams and organizations create employee experiences that keep talent engaged. You know, one thing that really helps drive engagement is recognition. Like just showing our talent that their efforts are seen and appreciated and valued. It goes a long way. A lot of companies do this well. When they see something great happen, they celebrate it. The issue is though, a lot of amazing things are happening that are kind of invisible. And it's hard to show recognition for something we can't see. In 2018, journalist Gemma Hartley wrote a book called Fed Up, Emotional Labor, Women, and the Way Forward. And this book opened up a conversation specifically about women and how society and often individual households run smoothly only when women are picking up slack that others may not consider or see. Now agree or disagree with Hartley's assertion, the reality is that some of this same stuff is playing out at work and I'm hearing about it from clients and friends and partners. Now granted, sometimes an occasion calls for someone to step up, to step outside of their lane and pick up a piece of slack that they hadn't planned for. But when it happens on repeat and a team or an organization is unknowingly relying on that person's invisible efforts, then something has got to give. Today, I want to acknowledge some of these groups that I am seeing carrying the extra load, and let's talk about how we can better support and recognize them. First, we have our second shift advocates. Maybe your organization has a diversity recruitment strategy. Maybe it has employee resource groups for non-majority employees. Maybe it's brought in anti-bias training. Hopefully, it's doing something. For any organization to do diversity effectively, like giving it substance and action and support rather than just lip service and press releases, the organization absolutely needs the engagement of its diverse employees. Whether that's employees of specific ethnicities or LGBTQ employees or neurodiverse employees, members of those groups need to be willing to step up to share voices and perspectives and experiences and suggested actions for the organization to succeed in supporting and empowering them. But here's the problem. That takes time and thought and energy, and it can take a real toll. And that's just the formal stuff. There are also those moments throughout the day when a colleague just wants to run something by a diverse colleague for a sensitivity check, or get a diverse perspective on a pitch or campaign before hitting send to make sure it'll resonate, or they want to check whether it's okay to use a particular word or phrase. It is all well-intended, but it's work, and we need to recognize it as work. To give space in the day, which may sometimes mean taking other work off their plates, to give recognition and appreciation, and to regularly check in with employees being asked to play this role. Not everybody wants to be an advocate, a representative, or the voice of people with a similar attribute. And that too has to be okay. Next, we have our naturals, as in the ones naturally great at leading or planning, or financial modeling, or speaking, or writing, or organizing, and on and on. We, like the royal we, can sometimes default to assuming that when someone's great at something, doing that thing is easy, even effortless for them. One of my clients is a great presenter, like one of the best I've seen. So guess who gets sent to every recruiting event and every conference they're sponsoring? Yeah, I think you know. He is great at it and he does enjoy it, but it's not effortless. It takes time to plan and practice, to travel and deliver. It takes energy and creativity. And sometimes he just wants to sit one out. We've all likely been guilty at some point of leaning on a natural without recognizing how much we're asking of them. So let's all take a look around us and see who have we been overtapping without giving them the tools, time, resources, and appreciation they may need or worse, without asking if they're willing and able to take the thing on.
1: Are you a PR professional, journalist, marketer, or writer? Then you know the importance of Associated Press style, and you also know the frustration of keeping up with its ever-changing rules and recommendations. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and to help you with those challenges, I've created a course that you and your team don't want to miss. It covers the latest updates to AP Style, and we even talk about the new AP Guidelines for writing about and experimenting with AI. And we have a special deal running right now. If you purchase the on-demand course with the code McMill, that's M-A-C-M-I-L, you get a $90 discount. So whether you're working on a pitch, a business agreement, or a story, don't let embarrassing writing mistakes hold you back. Get the course at bit.ly slash grammar on demand, all lowercase, and sign up with the code McMill.
0: Hey, it's Rachel. If you're like me, then you love hearing from inspiring leaders, especially when it comes to the bold decisions they've made on their journey to success. That's why I recommend checking out the new season of Deep Purpose from Harvard Business School. Renowned business mind and HBS professor Ranjay Gulati sits down with executives from companies like Levi Strauss. Unilever and Alaska Airlines to discuss the courageous business decisions they made and the impact they had. Don't miss out. Listen to season two of Deep Purpose wherever you get your podcasts and tell them I sent you. Next, we have our free agents. You know, I've talked in previous episodes about the importance of not making assumptions about people's ambitions or capabilities based on their life circumstances. Like, don't assume a working parent doesn't want that promotion or don't assume that part-time student doesn't want the full-time job. But the same idea, it works in the other direction as well. I've seen teams over-rely on people who they assume have plenty of time to take on more, because they're not married, or they don't have children, or they're not in school, or they've empty-nested. Choose your reason. Assumptions about our personal lives, and how that impacts when or how much we work, just aren't okay. John can take that midnight call he doesn't have kids to deal with in the morning. Or Sanjay just graduated, he's used to working nights. These are not serving anyone, least of all John and Sanjay. We are all equally deserving of the right to set and manage boundaries. This is key to mental health and wellness. Always ask before you assume. And finally, we have our humble Among Us. I remember when my kids were little and they started playing soccer. They judged themselves entirely in every game by the number of goals they scored. Only as they got older did they begin to appreciate the value of an assist, that when you get the ball in front of someone else who ultimately puts it in the goal, you're both actually heroes. Sometimes I wish the workplace would take a lesson from soccer, because we're not always amazing at seeing the assists for what they are. Often there is someone on the team silently, invisibly doing the enabling things that ultimately help others score the goals. These are the ones running maintenance checks on our system, or handling those little customer service issues that arise, or just confirming the logistics for next week's client meeting. And almost always, the people thoughtful enough to do these things are also too humble to seek the credit or recognition they deserve. So let's all commit to being on the lookout for these unsung heroes and let's start singing them. If any of these avatars describe someone on your team, then hit pause and go rock a big old thank you. And if you're hearing a bit of yourself in any of these personas, then please know you deserve to be seen and supported. So go ask for what you need, time, support, resources, and know that you're absolutely entitled to it. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website, leadabovenoise.com. If your organization is looking to dial up its employee experience or deliver some leadership development that activates change, you can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Fireband with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our Digital Operations Specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our Marketing and Publicity Associate is Davina Tomlin.